Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with you for another special episode of Roach Coach. Who's tweeting? Who's tweeting? Who's Talking all about your feedback, your letters, your your feelings, everything and more, along with a little bit of new news. We're going to have it all in this episode, but to start it all off, I know eagle-eared listeners caught something new and exciting when this episode started, and that means we got to talk about who's theming. Who's theming? Who is? Jenny, tell us a little bit about this new theme song. Well, I'll tell you, I was minding my own business, being at home, same way I am every single day of my life, (laughs) and I I got a text message from my husband, Sweet Mitchell, and he said, hey, check this out, and he had made a theme for us, and he enlisted the help of his friend David, who's a DJ, who put all these sweet-ass drops in there for us, (laughs) and... uh, yeah, Mitch put it together and shared it, and it was a sweet little surprise, and then I was able to share it with you, and now the world, because he's just the best. Truly sweet Mitchell, truth in advertising with that name. Um, this was a, a true gift and joy for me when I got this text from you, Jenny, and I just thought it was so great, and I'm so happy to have it here on our show now, moving forward, and so happy, Matt. Yes, you've had quite the weekend. It's been it's been an experience. It's been an experience. So you have not had a chance to actually hear this theme yet. Correct. So everyone heard it when we played it at the top of the episode, but you are going to hear it for the first time right now in the episode. In a Roach Coach reacts. Yes, there it is. Let's do it. Okay. Roach. There it is. it there we go there we go sweet mitchell you did it again thank you very much and thank you also to david and you know what guys you know i i think it's always good when um when we put something out into the air and just say that something needs to happen the change has to happen and especially now in 2021 you know you've got to put your money where your mouth is And you've really got to put it out there and say, I demand change. And over the last few episodes, we have been very vocal about the fact that Mr. Garth Richardson has not had an active Wikipedia page. That's correct. Ladies and gentlemen, 
We did it. Yeah, the Roach Coach bump. That's right. We, I can only, I can only assume our adamant push got Garth Richardson's Wikipedia reinstated. Jenny, we got this tweet from New Metal Appreciator Tony. He said, guess who's back on Wikipedia? That's right. Gaga Garth, baby. Jenny, how does, it, how does it feel to affect change in the world? You know, I'm just one woman. <laughs> Wake up like everybody else does. <laughs> Put my feet in the legs of my pants. and <laughs> Walk into a room right next to my other room and stay there all day. Feels great. Feels great be the change uh all that how do you how do you guys feel this is a big win for us matt how did you feel when you found out that garth's page had been reinstated i felt like justice had been served as if a wrong had been righted that uh our our voices were heard and that Gaga garth uh once again reclaimed his proper place in the pantheon of Wikipedia pages. Hmm. What made me feel real good is that going to the page itself, part of me was a little worried that it was going to be like a little tab. It would just say like Garth Richardson, produce some records, maybe have like a link. But this thing is stacked. It's got a, it's, it's his partial list of production credits, but this is a giant list. And We've got tons of references and links. It's a uh, it's a full it's a full ass wiki page, the way it's supposed to be. So that when you go to it and you see him, you see his name linked to a to an album, you click it, and you can say things like, "What else has Garth done?" Oh, I don't know. Ugly Kid Joe's Menace to Sobriety. I wouldn't have been able to say that so quickly if I didn't have this wiki. Wow. Truly thrilled. Truly, truly thrilled. This is so great. So, uh, once again, the coach did it again. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, You know what else? We got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? I'll tell you who. Nick Fenton. And the subject is Rochamendation. I would not be afraid to open that email. Nick says, hey gang, another recommendation for you guys. This time it's a Russian new metal band who are apparently still together. I'll include a link to their wiki and a link to the song Spotify played for me that got me interested. Kind of like a bring me to life vibe, but in Russian. And this is a band called Slot. Is that correct? That's right. And the song is called... Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's K Y K Y W K A. I'm not even going to try that. You know what? But if you know how to pronounce it and you want to phonetically sound it out and send it my way, I'd love to hear it. But in the meantime, Matt, do you have that song? I believe so. Here it is. Jenny. Love a siren. 
some new but you're also getting sort of like a little bit of like a trap drum sound in there and uh, you know what i'm gonna say it certainly aggressive love it love it thanks nick thank you nick uh one thing i should point out about this band i went to this wiki for them and it looks like nearly every member of the band has a nickname so you've got one guy his name is igor Kashe lobanov and another guy's name is Sergey I.D. Bogolovsky. And another guy's name is Vasily Ghost Gorshkov. And the lead singer? Her name is Daria Nuki Stravovich. Wow. I was going to say, if you ever have the opportunity to nickname yourself Ghost, you should do it. Not trying to bring any of any sort of debate here, but Nookie is probably the best nickname in that band. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Well, that was great. Thank you very much, Nick. Um, I mean, I guess we should put these guys in the long list. According to the wiki, 10 albums. Wow. They're just machines. So I don't know what album this is from, but... Uh, Excellent. Thank you. Oh, it looks like they have a theme where each album is uh, numbered after whatever one it is in the sequence. So the second album was called Two Wars. The third album was called Trinity. The fourth album was called Forever, the number four. Uh, The fifth album was called F5. The sixth album was called Sixth. Straight to the point. Yeah, very, very to it. Uh, all right. Well, fantastic. Thank you, Nick, for that one. Uh, we also got an email from Rodrigo. Subject, New Metal AF. Like you said, Jenny, no fear in opening this Mm-mm. email. Uh, Rodrigo says, Dear Jenny, Matt, and Lauren, big fan of your podcast. I must admit, at first I had a knee-jerk reaction to some hot takes but I've really come to enjoy all your work and effort in canonizing a genre of music that defies categorization. I'm just now catching up and came across your show because of the POD cast shout out. I'm only now on episode 100 and look forward to many more episodes. 
I really wanted to recommend Resorte. It's a Mexican new metal band, fairly popular in the mid-90s. While I can understand it could be a hard sell because of the language barrier, there's a good amount of Spanglish. I'm more than willing to provide translation if needed. Oh, thank thank you. I am from South America, uh, Ecuadorian-born, but have lived in the U.S. on and off since I was eight. The impact new metal had on that whole Latin American community and youth is something I don't really hear on your show. Of course, it's not entirely your fault, but maybe it was seeing someone like Max Cavalera be a fundamental part of the movement or seeing someone like Chino Marino or so many other guys who are an integral part of that genre with last names that showed that Latinos can also rock. Resorte, I think, embodies the best parts of the impact new metal had in Latin America. Their first album, Republic de Ciegos, was produced by Vernon Reed of Living Color fame. Again, it's a recommendation. My favorite episodes so far are many of the ones that come to mind are obsolete, uh, the obsolete episode because it finally made me appreciate an album I reluctantly loved when I was a teenager and repressed because of some dumb idea that my friends may, might think me weird. All the Deftones episodes so far, and while on the subject of Deftones, I have seen you acknowledge Chino's sexy voice, but have not yet not heard you yet give him props on his screaming, which is absolutely something that deserves recognition. Sorry about the long email. I just really am glad I found you guys, and your work has taken me back to my teens in a good way. Much love, Rodrigo Moya. And then he said, Rotrider Prospect. I imagine the Rotriders to be some type of motorcycle gangs, but instead that they use those weird bicycles that Corn had. Thank you, Rodrigo. A lot to chew on there. We, uh, we really have only dipped our toes into the Latin America, South America, Mexican influence on new metal. I mean, we've only done the one Puyo record. We've only done one El Nino Obviously, we've done Chino. So clearly, we need to do more. And, and I had this recommendation of Resorte, who I, once again, not familiar with this band, Jenny. Nope, never heard of them. Matt, let's hear a little bit of Resorte. All right, here we go. This is America by Resorte. Resorte! the fuck up get up get up it does not matter what language you speak if you speak the international language of chug and screams okay that transcends all borders that transcends all countries it is the great uniter it didn't take i don't speak any spanish and I knew that that was good at telling me to get the fuck up yep. and to wake up sheeple. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> I know for a fact. 
correct. You know, you know, Matt. You know. A song called America? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wake up, Sheeple. <laughs> yeah, I really like that a lot. I thought it sounded sweet. Uh, I also appreciate uh, getting the perspective of, of how, like, large an impact new metal had on the whole latin american community because that's not something i mean i know that metal can't speak to it yeah yes we can't speak to it i know that metal is uh absolutely huge in latin and south america but uh, i appreciate getting that perspective and the recommendation not a hard sell i'll tell you anything else like that you have I'll take all you got. Yeah, we'll yeah. take we'll take it all. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna back the truck up. All right, use load, load it in. Up. All right, <laughs> load it in. All right, just just give us the old tap on the hood when you're all done. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love that tap on the hood. You hear thunk. That's it. He's loading it up. Let's get it rolling. All right. Well, thank you, thank you very much, Rodrigo. Rest assured. Resorte is on the long list. Uh, you know what? It's always good in these times of COVID quarantine. We don't get to see each other to get a little action in those DMs. Slotting up in. That's right. Now, I'm not too sure if this first one was a DM. We got sent this by a bunch of people. Okay. A bunch of people did send us this. So it looks like, according to Korn's official Instagram... They've rescheduled the show of shows, System of a Down, Corn, Faith No More, Helmet, and Russian Circles, October 22nd and 23rd, 2021, Bank of California Stadium, Los Angeles, California, USA, Planet Earth. That's our planet. That's the planet we're on as far as I know. Take that, Elon Musk. Oh. Top to bottom, this show, I'd have a great time. I'm so bummed that there's no way I'd be able to be there. Yeah, not a chance. Not a chance I'll be there. No, 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 no. But I love every single one of these bands. It truly is the the lineup of lineups. I mean, I can't believe that. I can't believe Helmet. System of a Down, Faith No More, and Corn were like, yeah, let's do it. What's that group text? <laughs> Is Russian Circles on the group text? I hope they are. I hope they at least got one guy from Russian Circles in there. One guy. Uh, well, that's fantastic. If you are vaccinated, ready to go, get your ticks, you're out there. If you're in Los Angeles, California, USA, planet Earth, and you you should go, 100%. If you're there, rep the roach, let us know how it is. We want a full report, because it sounds like it's going to be the hottest show on the planet. Uh, we also got a DM, a message from Hugo, with the question, what metal or non-metal bands would you want to see make a new metal album? So this is an interesting question because this is asking who out there who's never new metaled it up before would we want to see chug it up i can say for me uh i would love to see halsey 
fully embrace this rock new metal thing that she's been teasing out for a while now and go whole hog all the way in give us that new metal record halsey that's what i want that's what i want that'd be interesting because she went in on that machine gun kelly pop punk she did that well she's a she did a song on the birds of prey soundtrack and that's i'd say the closest that she's come to really doing it new and that song's called i think like experiment on me pretty much the only good thing to come out of that whole debacle uh so yeah I'd, i'd say go for it really go for it so that's what i'd want to see i'd want to see halsey do something like that jenny who would you like to see dip into the new who's never done it before? Hmm. Lil Wayne. <laughs> well, didn't he though? Didn't he with with Limp Bizkit? Rebirth? With Rebirth? You thought that was new metal? Well, I mean, nah, I guess, yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. With I'm, I'm ready to go. We get that tease. I, I'm proud. just thinking like if he went full into it. Like he lets somebody else play guitar. Yes. Got that it. is what I had in mind. <laughs> okay. He's Good the idea. front man. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who else. I don't know. It's a, it's a great question, Matt. Do you, does anybody come to mind for you? I mean, let's get Drake some drop D tuning. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> let's just fucking do it, Drake. Come on. You know what? Now's the time. He definitely would time. have the slow boys covered. Oh, 100%. Honestly, I don't know if it's a threat or a promise, the idea of Drake covering It's Been a While. That really could be something. That mm. really could be something. No doubt. Dude, I think about Marvin's Room being a parallel to It's Been a While. <laughs> you know what? That's not wrong. That is not wrong. I mean, think but, about Slipknot yeah. playing like weird message and Corn playing weird like phone messages. Drake made that a cottage industry of playing breakup texts from his ex. That's true. It's I mean, probably you you know that Drake listened to the first Corn record and he got to that ending with the old couple arguing and he was like, "What if I play the voicemails that girls leave?" <laughs> that are not as annoying as this <laughs> that's definitely how that came to be i'm sure it is i'm sure it is on the set of degrassi one of those late nights you know somebody had to pop on that first corn record had to be had to be well well thank you hugo much appreciated uh great question next up so we've talked about on this show a little bit, but not too much, about the fact that when you are dealing with new metal guitars, they tend to have more than six strings. What? Oh, yeah, Matt. So you may have noticed this, Matt, but that corn has something of a signature sound. Yes, definitely. That is very unique to them. And it turns out that they achieved that by adding a seventh string to their guitar. Wow. Gaining that sound and and jenny you know about all this um because you live in a house of guitars and pedals strings yeah 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 strings all over so this was sent to us in a dm and i'll be honest the screenshot did initially feel like a threat uh but then i read the headline and the headline is this guy turned his dead uncle's skeleton into a fully functional guitar 
And I got to tell you, that took our string conversation to a whole new level. For one, an incredible tribute. Because you are saying, I'm going to rip while you RIP. True. An incredible tribute. I'm going to shred while you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, I, I just got to say that I'm, I'm honestly flabbergasted. It's uh, truly one of the most incredible headlines I've ever seen of a thing that's a true, as far as I can tell. Uh, Jenny, your thoughts on uh, someone's skeleton being turned into a guitar? You know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I think I'm against it. <laughs> I don't like to look at it. I don't like to think about it. I don't think we need it. Matt, how about you? I love the tribute. I don't love the actual item. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, very, very cool because it seemed like it was very connected to the person. But for me, it would not. I would be like, oh, okay. Like, how the fuck do you even... <laughs> Obtain. But like, I, but I'm not an oddities person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going out and and buying curiosities. You know, I'm not. I'm not somebody of whom wants bones in his house. No, you don't want like little jars of. I want zero jars. Right. <laughs> this is true, Matt. You've said zero jars. After down yeah. the sun, I'm done with jars forever. <laughs> True, true. I may never yeah. pickle again. That's Those are harsh words. Wow. There you have it. Uh, I will say that the concept of it I thought was super cool. Yes. But then I thought about what would happen if I was at a show and then someone's like, oh, yeah, by the way, and they come out with the bone guitar. I have a feeling it would be like the time we went to Static X, but then cranked to eleven. Like I might scream and run. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think I really wouldn't be able to handle that. Truly. But at the same time, if the shit works, I gotta give props. Just I'm never gonna touch it. Yeah. 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 Like I, I don't need oddities in my home. The, it is a. Uh, I've been to the Muter Museum in Philly, which is like the place where all the medical oddities are. So I was like a lot of just gross stuff all over the place. And that's where this belongs. Like, hey, we made a guitar. Because, you know, it isn't unusual to make an instrument out of bones. Jaw bone harps, jaw... And I know there's a jaw harp, but like people have used animal bones a lot to make instruments in don't guys don't wikipedia this just take it from old maddie <laughs> no yeah. no i believe you're right you're right they used to you may, I, I don't remember what instrument but they used to make uh, uh like strings out of like cat guts right that's not oh. crazy right that's the thing you're traumatizing my cat that's why she's... i'm sorry I'm sorry. But like, you know, I mean, bladders and things like that have been used in the past. All kinds of 
animal Skin. products. Skins, bro. Spares. All kinds of things. But I don't want to look at my base and be like, hey, Uncle Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. don't want to bring that into my life. I, for him and the tribute, beautiful. For me and my life, no thank you. That's all. I, I'm going to guess we're not alone <laughs> feeling that way in this one. <laughs> so I don't think we're shocking anybody. Dark. I don't I don't think we're shocking anybody. Everybody's all like, right. you guys are weak. <laughs> what? This guy can shred. Uh, well, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, who sent us that. Um, really says something that about the show that so many people sent us that one. Um, and uh, we also got a message from Ryan. Yes. And Please, Jenny, go ahead. Oh, I mean, hey. So he says, he sent us several links to a band called Psychosexual. And he says, X5 Finger Death Punch Drummer is in this. And I'd love to hear a review on the podcast of the two songs I could find online. Maybe more than a few Scorpion hisses if listened to. Trust me, it's awful. Like, really awful. Please check it out. <laughs> So I have two songs here. I have Let the Sin Begin and Baby on Fire. Is there one I should be going for? He wants us to talk about them both. Let's start with one and see how we feel. So let's let's start with the first one he sent, which is Let the Sin Begin. All right, here we go. Live from the pits of quarantine. What's up all you sexy devil-worshipping dickheads? I'm your devil daddy, and we are psychosexual. We're going to do a song now that you can all touch front to. We like to call it, Let the Sin Begin. Would you like to take a little pill? One that leads, leads to bigger thrills. Moving fast, we're about to fly Haven't left the ground, but we touch the sky I'm gonna be the one that gets you there You'll scream God's name without saying a prayer Let the lovers sit, begin You'll be wiping my love that's dripping from your chin Let the lovers sit, begin Your devil daddy's gonna spank you over, over again Let the lovers sit, Oh my god, the devil daddy itself is enough to just fully put me over the edge there. <laughs> Not the edge of ecstasy. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I wow. just wanted to clarify. Is there possible to have something that clearly has a lot of effort behind it? And yet, you feel it doesn't even come close to achieving what they're they're aiming for. Yeah, that's my that's whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, <laughs> your life is more is better than what we just heard. Uh, oh, thanks, this, buddy. Th- you're welcome. Uh, th- this was, I don't know. This felt like uh, not even not even close. The- not even close. Not even close to going. Here's the thing. If you're going to call yourself psychosexual and you're going to be the devil and you're going to talk about how things are going to get crazy, I should feel like you've crossed a line. And let's be honest, he didn't cross any lines. 
he was just like we were just like uh this isn't great but he didn't cross any lines you know you know who would set me off would just like not set me off in a bad way but just i would just be like oh my gosh like this this one's out of control would be like a city girls lyric and this in comparison tame this is no big deal oh my god I don't know what's happening, but Devil Daddy is making my cat absolutely attack me. Um, this is a new development, but yes. The hard pass. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, I don't I don't think I need to hear a second song. Oh, I don't um, know. I don't know. Should I think we should dip. You, you think we should dip? I think we all should right. dip. All I right. mean, Let's, one for right, fun, right. two for pain. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, it starts with a burning cross. Psychosexual. My rod is a thrust. The penetrating force of my venom shall shatter the sanctity of that mind which is barren of lust. In the name of the great god Pan, may my secret thoughts be marshaled into the movements of the flesh of- It's me, the devil. Oh, hi, uh, devil? Um... Listen, I'm surprised that you We're going to do unspeakable acts. I, I know that, but listen, Jenny and I just need to make a quick order here at this Arby's. Can you just take our order real quick? If you go into the bathroom, you will be sodomized. Well, Ooh. we are, we're, we're just grab and go. We're not going in there. So, Jenny, do you want to give me your order? Yeah, I just like a classic sandwich. Would you like Arby's or horsey sauce? Uh, horsey sauce, please. Good choice. You, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have the curlies, uh, seasoned curlies. Oh, the curlies uh, around here are the torments of bale. Okay, great. Well, you know, I'm definitely... Jenny, I think you're going to want some too, right? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, we're going to have to order two because otherwise she's going to she's gonna steal my Welcome to the goes. third layer of hell, okay. mortals. Okay, great. And then, yeah, I'll also have, um, I'll have a sandwich as well. So, regular, regular sandwich. Yeah, regular sandwich. Yeah, yeah I also have horsey sauce. Horsey sauce. Yeah. Okay, for the fries, do you want Arby's sauce? It's pretty good on the fries. It's got a oh. tang to it. I'll try Jenny, it. You, I'll try. You it. try it. Okay, yeah. we're gonna try that. Yeah, we'll that. try that. A combo, combos. <laughs> it, uh, you know what? <laughs> we might as well get drinks. Jenny, do you want to get drinks? You will drink yeah. the blood of my enemies. Uh, no, no, we we're we're, we're both gonna get Fantas. Oh. Uh-huh. Which flavor? We have a lot of Fanta flavors to choose. Oh, from. what 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 flavor Fantas do you have? Oh boy, the devil! You, you, you want me to run? You want to run me run down Fanta flavors for you? Sure thing. We have Fanta Orange, Fanta Zero Orange, Fanta Pineapple, Fanta Strawberry, Fanta Zero Strawberry, Fanta Grape, Fanta Zero Grape, Fanta Pina Colada. Ooh, I'll have a Fanta Pita Colada. Okay, yeah, but you have that. Um, I'll, I'll just go classic grape. Thank you. You got it. And you will also regret the day you stepped into this Arby's. Oh, Always yeah. your soul. We, we definitely we, can agree. <laughs> we agree, regret it. But are you paying with PayPal or with Samsung Pay? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely paying Samsung Pay. I, I mean, what I'm. These are all the options to pay here. I'd love Those... to pay, you know, with my, you know, my, my head. So, how is your pandemic going? Pretty rough oh, around here. We're not going to make small talk anymore. Are we? We're just going to stand up. Uh, sexual. 
Oh, yeah, that was a weird sexual <laughs> devil. Weird, very weird. Also, that's less of Hey, guys, did you bring me back a track. sandwich? You know, oh, shit, Matt. Oh. We mm, didn't we think it. you'd want one from the devil. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate we, um, it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. But you could definitely have a sip of this pina colada Fanta. It's, Ooh, it's delicious. Incredible. It's divine. We did bring enough fries to share. Well, thank you, Ryan, for that suggestion. <laughs> I'm so upset you didn't like my music. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Somebody does. There's an audience. It's just not within this triad of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, now it's uh, it's the part of the show. It's a new segment. We love it. It's called Eric Vandals. Vandals can't handles. That's right. Eric Vandals sent us over a long list of songs for consideration for the long list. We're going to work our way through them on these wonderful Who's Tweeting apps. This week, Jenny, what are we listening to? We are listening to Zero Mancer, a song called Fade to Black. interesting because i didn't get a ton of new but i got just about every single industrial touchstone touchstone that you could get in there oh yeah ministry getting nine inch nails you know some stabbing westward you know matt i mean that's right up your alley yeah yeah and i was in it i was living for that i was really enjoying it but yeah that felt exactly that's like hate department um that is yeah that's that very specific industrial metal kind of yeah it's it, it falls right in there it's a lot yeah, Jen- cleaner than the ministry that's for sure because it doesn't have that signature l sound on it but yeah i i would not have ever have turned that off in 1998 there you go jenny what'd you think of that one you know i thought it was all right industrials is only okay for me but um yeah i thought it was all right what do you think lauren 
Uh, you know, I thought it was uh, kind of interesting kind of running through all those influences there. The vocals initially kind of threw me for a loop, but I definitely liked when they got, I don't know if it was like a softer, more sensual tone to them when he softened his voice at certain parts. I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, certainly, that certainly felt more psychosexual than that other band. Mm. I'm just going to say that right now. True, true, There's, true. There, there was definitely what I would call a sensual menace to it. Mm. You know, like like I could see somebody saying like, hey, it's been fun hanging out with you. Would you wear this zipper mask? And then you have to make some decisions. You've got to make some decisions about where you want to go in this relationship and in your life. And it's up to you. It is up to you. It's ultimately up to you whenever somebody gets out the zipper mask. Always <laughs> always just know you have the option to say i'm gonna pass unless that's what you're into so thank you eric for another incredible addition to vandals can't handles can't handle it man the best name you can't handle it man you can't handle it i love it just Uh, making our own drops right in the middle of it it's beautiful uh all right now we've got to talk about an episode that we did a while ago. And it was all about the band Twin Method. And we got some feedback on it. And you might be saying, what episode was this, Lauren? The Twin Method episode. It's the episode where we found Logan Mater's Wikipedia page. And we got distracted for a little bit mm. by his picture. That's the episode I'm talking about. <laughs> So there we, we go. Some, we got some feedback uh, from this one. Uh, I'll start off here with a, a message from Marco, who said, "Well, from Liverpool, I recommend you the band Number One Sun and their album Majority of One. It's one of my favorite new metal albums, and it should go into the canon. I hope one day you will do it." I fixed the Twin Method Wikipedia page. Now the genre tag is only new metal. Teamwork. Marco, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Timothy John Henderson says this band was quite the treat when it comes to those new metal bands you guys review that no one knows about. A lot of those records you guys review don't always end up too great, but this is the cream of the crop in my opinion. Funny thing, I'm not hearing Linkin Park with smooth vocals, but I'm hearing El Nino a lot. The Logan Mater off-the-rails commentary had me laughing while sitting on the shitter. Painted a vivid picture. Thank you. Thank you, Timothy. Elric says, I think for new bands, it's easier to compare to what was on OzFest at the time than it is to compare to what general music was popular at the time. This band would have easily been on an OzFest four to five years earlier. But take a look at OzFest 06 second stage lineup and then compare it to this. It wasn't happening. Good point. Good point. Thank you, Elric. Thank you. Jeffrey Thomas says, at the beginning of this episode, I felt like a zookeeper at the horse zoo who was running around dodging kicks and freaking out. Then at the end of the episode, I felt like a horse zookeeper who was just fine. It was a profound journey. (laughs) Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, Thank you, Jeffrey. Um, Michael, or Mike L, as he goes by here, says, you know, Thanksgiving kind of sucked this year. 
It's the first one that my wife and kids did alone, so that meant this giant meal was going to be on me to prepare for the first time. She mentioned this episode went up around Thanksgiving. I decided to save this episode to listen to while I cooked. Roach Coach and cooking meals go hand in hand in my home, LOL. I love the episode. Twin Method was a band I'd heard about but never dove into because they were so late to the game that I figured they weren't bringing anything new to the table. So this was truly my first listen to the band, and while they didn't reinvent the wheel, I was pleasantly surprised that at least half the album was pretty damn good. I liked the production and sequencing, and the riffs were catchy as hell, and they really knew when to drop the screams and sing and vice versa. I think what made it even better for me was the fact that they did it so well, so late. Gotta give them an extra hand for that. The episode was hilarious, and the music was good, and it was just really nice to have some comfort on a day that was a little hard on the heart. Mm. I've been listening for three years, and when times get really tough around here, you guys have always been a constant dose of happy to help brighten things up for me. Thanks for the episode for many different reasons, and happy Thanksgiving. Keep on rolling. Keep on rolling, baby. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Excellent. <laughs> or soon, soon to be St. Patrick's Day. Hey, soon to be. Hey, hey, hey. I'll say happy Thanksgiving all year round. Uh, and Gareth Davies says, so excited to see this one land in my feed. Such a hot album, anachronistic as it may be. 2006 for me was Black Holes and Revelations, 10,000 Days, Era Vulgaris, Tom York's solo album, Moo You Bloody Choir. And being really late to the party on Elliot Smith, Anthony and the Johnsons, Arcade Fire, and TV on the radio. Nothing even remotely new. In fact, back in those days, my mates and I would have an annual party to count down the top 100 greatest songs of all time after a lengthy and meticulous nomination and ranking process. In 2006, 525 were considered, and Nookie came 525th. So that's more than just an indifference to new metal. It's an unequivocal rejection of it. But the coach has brought me a spiritual awakening. And as a result of these steps, I try to carry this message to haters and practice new metal principles in all affairs. Thanks, coach. Winking smiley face. Also, I have to point out that the beepy boopy outro loops almost perfectly into the opener like Pink Floyd's The Wall. So the music never has to stop. Comparison made. I would have canonized it for the on-point vocal harmonies, but hey, I'm just here to listen and occasionally stink up the comment section. Twin Method are definitely the first kings of lither... Litherpool. Liverpool. <laughs> Slitherpool. <laughs> Slitherpool. Yes, but lo, they're coming for that crown. If I had the ability to wave a magic wand and make it through twenty, as though 2020 never happened, I'd stay my, I'd stay my hand because I let... I let it in and it took everything was almost worth all the fucking awful shit this year has brought us. Mind you, The Cold Sun from 2017 is just as good. Two perfect albums, as far as I'm concerned. All timers. Not exactly new, but new enough for a spin. I don't know about any vintage horror movie soundtracks, but Flawless is totally bitten from Bronski Beat's classic small town boy. Love that song, so I'm not mad at the straight up lift. This is another great ep. Glad you guys enjoyed the listen. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Gareth. And true, that was truly a journey. And also, I, I really want to know more about this party where you and all your boys got together to rank the 100 greatest songs of all time. That is my kind of party. Let's get together and make some lists. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I want an invite to the next one. 
that sounds like my kind of thing. And yeah, you know what? Now you bump Nookie up. You bump it up. It's not gonna be five twenty-five this time. Not yeah. this time, baby. It's gonna not this be time, baby. Five. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a hell of a leap. All that's, time. that's that's a jump. That's a jump. And I love it. I endorse it. All right. Well, that's it for uh, the feedback for that episode. And, um, you know, we always like to close out these Who's Tweeting apps. Going over to you, Matt, for a little new news. A little new news. Tangentially new news related. At time of recording, the uh, announcement of Daft Punk breaking up has just occurred. Um, After 28 years in the industry, they will no longer be acting as a unit. And that would put them squarely in 1992-93 timeline, which is the beginning of our new metal story with the re- of Korn's first record. Or at least the formation of Korn to subsequently release their first album. My question is, a lot of our new metal forefathers, the ones that came first, they're still working. They're still bands. They're still formed. Not that I wish any of them to break up, but uh, if one were to, I guess the question is, who who of the big ones should break up first? No, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but like, I I there was a palpable like <gasps> when when Daft Punk broke up in my feeds. A lot of people were impacted by it. I feel like any of them is the right choice, but between Deftones, Corn, Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, who would have the biggest cultural impact if they announced they were no longer making music together? You know, I really do think that if Slipknot said they were done, I think that might have a pretty big impact. I'll be honest, I was a little surprised at the level of freakout over Daft Punk breaking up considering that they haven't put an album out in eight years and they haven't toured in 14. Like, they're not really like... In the zeitgeist. They're not really, yeah, an entity in the air for me. And so, I guess the other thing about it is just that, like... Slipknot's the only band that I think you mentioned who's like really, really peeking out in popularity. I guess Deftones too. But it, it, it there was this, also this feeling of just like when Def Punk announced that they were breaking up that I was like, they could have just not said a thing. But maybe they were just getting tired of people asking them when's another album going to come. And they were just like, this will shut them up. This will shut them up. The answer is never. <laughs> You want to know? You want to know? When we're gonna make another album? Fucking never. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Jenny. What do you think? Uh, I I think maybe overall it might be Slipknot at this point, just because I think that Corey Taylor's popularity transcends a few genres. But in terms of, like, me personally and the people I'd probably be talking to about it, Deftones, I think, would have the biggest, like, oh, man. Because I feel like with Corn and Limp Biscuit, we've already had various kind of 
breakup zones, if not completely breaking up, then then big hiatuses. I think those two would hit harder. I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah. I, I think you're right in terms of the cultural impact. I think Slipknot, you know, they just, the album that they released, God, is it two years ago now? Gonna be. It's gonna be. I mean, that was major. That was like hyped, huge, subliminal verses came out. Was that the name of it? What was the name of the last record? We Are Not Your Kind. We Are Not Your Kind. There we go. Edit out me being wrong about Slipknot. We Are Not Your Kind pressed junket was immense. And Korn has continually had output. And I don't think they got any of that push that Slipknot got for that. But the last Deftones record definitely had some push behind it. Ohms had... Oh, yeah. There was a lot of like, whoa, Deftones are back, baby, was kind of the consensus. I mean, there were a few people that didn't like the record, but all in all, it was profoundly... And then the 20 years of White Pony have kind of brought them back to the to the forefront again. I don't want any of them to break up, ever. Uh, you know, just... I, I do kind of like that idea, just write it into the sunset. We don't tour, we're not making music, but we're always the band. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's like my favorite. I feel at this point, I don't see, I feel like Korn's going to, yeah, going to rock it right into the grave. That's They're going to be the I'm new metal Rolling that. Stones. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, listen, do I want to go see a 70-year-old Jonathan Davis rocking the bitch doing Freak on a Leash? You know what? The answer is yes. Yeah, I kind of want to see him do Blind at the 70. Answer, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'll be, what, 50? We'll gather yeah. up our kids and take them with us and yeah. make them go get us fries. That's it. Yeah, we'll have we'll we'll bring a blanket. I'll be like, listen, you, you, yeah. Go well, get because us he's fries. starting, you know, he's starting to like trans. Corn is starting to transcend into like that hollowed ground area where they can just, you know, here we. I think of like Rob Halford. He's sixty nine. And he's still a draw. Nice. You know, and he, st- he can still draw. He can still fucking sing, too. But, like, you know, I feel like Korn can do that. I could see them being up there <laughs> still doing it and everybody being like, of course. I think it'd be tough for Limp Biscuit to pull that off in the same way, if I'm being totally honest. Like, old-ass Fred. <laughs> I mean, look... Would I go see it? Yeah, but like, I feel like that would be a toughie. A seventy-year-old singing break stuff would be tough. We're in. Where's the thing? We're in uncharted territory with all this. There is the, you know, because we're also dealing with old rap stars now. This concept that seemed impossible, impossible before, right. and now we have like a fifty-plus Jay Z, you know. And you know, when the pandemic is done, he's going to drop another record and probably going to do another tour. What's that going to be? And I got to tell you, when I saw him with Beyonce a couple years ago, guy still had it. He still had it. So, well, well, this is this is currently 
certainly taken a turn. I did see some speculation that people said, you know what, five years, Coachella 2026, Daft Punk gets back together. (laughs) (laughs) Sell sell tickets for $5,000 a piece or something like that. And I'm like, that honestly wouldn't surprise me. Also, they don't even necessarily have to go. They could just call us up (laughs) and say, hey, put these on. Put these on and hit those buttons, baby. So Mainly the one marked play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This one, this is Robot Rock. Uh, I don't want any of the bands to break up, but it just makes, you know, it does bring that, I guess it's fairly morbid, uh, band morbid, I guess, to be like, you know, a band from 1992 broke up and now all of a sudden it's like, what band from 1992 and 93 is going to break up next? I think we peaked our morbidity with the human skeleton guitar. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't collect oddities, but I do ask terrible questions. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Matt, for that wonderful query and that new news. And that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your DMs. Keep on sending them over. Facebook, Instagram. Twitter for Roach Coach and all those. You can send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, if you'd like to donate to the show and help out, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast and become a patron. Much appreciated. And uh, until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.